Welcome to today's eco-marketing podcast, where we welcome special guest, Jay Dontrese Brown. Very excited about today's guest. Dontrese brings a unique combination of creative design and social responsibility with background ranging from creative director for brands like Capital One Bank and Vittoria Knox Swiss Army to being a professor of graphic design at Georgetown College. And most recently, Don Treese led a historical movement to rename the boulevard to Arthur Ashe Boulevard for the city of Richmond, Virginia, a really fantastic achievement. He's co-chair of the CRRS CRRHS Board of Directors, VP of the O'Brien Foundation, and honestly, the list goes on and on. In fact, Don Therese, I don't think you must ever sleep, and we're so thrilled you found the time to join us today. No, it is a, it, it's a truly a pleasure to be here, Leslie. Thanks for inviting me. Um, my, my, my kids wonder if I sleep as well. Uh, but it's 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 exciting when you are are, are purposeful and, and passionate about what you're doing. Uh, it doesn't seem like work. It just seems like part of who you are, and it makes it that much more enjoyable. Oh, fantastic. Now, Don Trees, you're also the co-founder of Brown Baylor Agency, which has a social responsibility focus. With that, tell us why eco-marketing is important today. Well, yes, I, uh, we, we started Brown Baylor uh, uh, last, last year officially uh, on the heels of a wonderful event, which you had just mentioned, uh, renaming uh, an historic boulevard after one of our um, a city sons, Arthur Ashe, uh, which, which, was, which was phenomenal. Um, and, and one of the things that, that we like to, 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 to talk about in regards to you know, not only social responsibility, but but you know, focusing on, on, on eco marketing is is that everything that we do, we want to make an impact to the world that we live in. Uh, now, whether it, 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 if that's a social component or if it's a, a eco friendly component, whatever whatever that avenue is, our company is based on a a, a fundamental element of of giving back to our community and making a positive impact. It's really an interesting point. I guess, you know, one of the things that I'm curious about is, do people care? You know, I've seen more and more social responsibility and corporate responsibility campaigns coming out. And certainly in the area of sustainability, you know, Mm -hmm. of where companies are doing more good than harm. But to the consumer and to the folks they're sharing the message with, do they matter? Oh, of course they do. I think... uh... The millennial generation is a generation that is focused on um, uh, doing good um, and doing better. And I think now um, folks are more concerned about if a company is actually um, uh, instilled in a philosophy of doing what's right within society, uh, whether that's a social component or whether it's an eco component. You know, how, what are you doing to to improve our the world that we live on? This is this is the only planet that we know uh, and we need to take care of it. And I and I think that um, our younger generation is more passionate about that. And, and I think that they're driving, you know, not only uh, from an economy standpoint, 
but also from a, a eco-friendly standpoint and environmental standpoint, they're worried about the world that they're going to leave, live in and the world that they're going to leave behind. So do you think if a company's not sharing an eco or social responsibility message right now, are their consumers assuming that they're not ecologically sound or not practicing social responsibility? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Leslie. I, I think folks will think that from the start. And I think it's the, the accountability of the organizations and the corporations to start to shine light on some of the things that they're doing. Uh, because I think it's, it's, it's that much important to individuals. It's important to individuals when they take new jobs. It's important to individuals when they send their kids to school. It's important to individuals when they're buying food, uh, when they're buying clothing, um, you know, when they're making, uh, uh, you know, um, retail purchases, all of those things start to fall in line. It's becoming a major uh, a pain point for, for individuals in their decision making. And, and they want to make sure that, that a, an organization's or a corporate institution's philosophy aligns with, with, with their philosophy. So, and, and, and our, our, our generation is shifting to a more eco-friendly, uh, diverse and inclusive uh, community. And so some of those things are extremely important. Um, and I don't want to be uh, negative at all in this, but what do you think drives that? Do you, do you feel like it's guilt bound? Do you feel it's trendy? You know, some of the, especially some of the, the fashion things are coming out. I see that. And I, I, I wonder about that. Like, do, are people moving that because it's at their core? Is it cool? Is, you know, um, yeah, 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 yeah. what do you think drives that? Well, I think it, I think it's a two track, uh, a two track road here. I think some organizations are doing it because it's trendy. I think individuals in terms of consumers are doing it because it's innate in them. It's something that is purposeful in them. It's something that, um, that they really care about. And so I, I what, what, what I do not like much of is when an uh, organizations take advantage of an opportunity to then try to showcase that they are doing specific things, whether it's, um, you know, social responsibility in regards to, you know, uh, diversity and inclusion within the workforce, or is it, you know, uh, an opportunity to take advantage of, of, of clean water and, and, and making sure that you are, are uh, intentional about your efforts towards that. And so I, from, from a, but, but I do feel that there are corporations that are truly passionate about those and it starts with their leadership. Uh, but from a consumer standpoint, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't think that it's, it, it's trendy as much as it is um, uh, within, within what, what, what's in their purpose. Now I do feel like there could be some guilt, you know, there's, there, there are times where, you know, I'm wondering if I should get the, you know, the organic lettuce or just the <laughs> other lettuce. And it's kind of like, well, you know, so, you know, the, the, there are things there that I think some guilt kind of plays into. It's a journey, right? And I think um, it's a, in the movement, you know, we're, we'll never be perfect, but we've talked a lot right. about that in, in these discussions of, you know, whatever's driving that dis decision, if it's made consciously, then 
you know, you're on the right path. And, and for marketers that are listening in today, I think that that's, you know, uh, we shouldn't feel guilt. We should just be conscious of right. the decisions that we're making and looking for alternatives and understanding what those are. So I'm interested, and maybe I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but um, you've got such a fascinating background and the work you're doing is um, you. so local and social responsible. Social responsible. Do you have any either really good or particularly or bad um, examples that you've seen recently uh, of companies uh, doing this? Uh, well, and <laughs> yes, I have, uh, <laughs> and I'll I'll, I'll be. Uh, 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 very professional about it, but I, I think that there are some organizations that have been taking advantage of some of the opportunities that are that that are out there that that have come to fruition, uh, that have surfaced. I wouldn't say to fruition. I would say that have surfaced, uh, particularly around uh, the social unrest, uh, particularly about poverty, um, and uh, uh, specifically within low-end communities. I think there's opportunities where there have been organizations that have taken advantage of those. Um, and the way that I look at it is, 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 is how, how is your organization's leadership reflecting some of the efforts that you're doing? Um, how is the culture of your organization um, uh, mirroring some of these efforts that you're doing? Meaning that, okay, an organization may say, all right, we're going to give, five dollars to um to a social injustice all right uh and i just say five dollars just to throw a number out there um but then you look back at the organization and they are not doing anything from their leadership standpoint in regards to social injustice um their their, their community and culture isn't responsive to that and isn't reflecting that so I take a step back when I see organizations, particularly in this time, whether it's social injustice or it's eco-friendly stuff, um, particularly to, to, to clean water in, in Africa, some of the things that Matt Damon is doing with his water.org organization, which I'm a huge fan of, um, are they actually doing it because they are committed to making change uh, within their culture and their organization, or are they doing it to just be a part of the conversation. Um, and I, what I think is, is I think that now from, from your earlier question in regards to, is it guilt or, or anything like that, uh, or trendiness, I think that the consumers now are looking at some of those things. They're seeing through all the facade and they're, they're, they're researching and understanding uh, and looking at the history track of some of these organizations and then making their decision. Yeah, that the, the companies are maybe even needing to respond to it. And so whether it may be not through their core yet, um, it's right. certainly they're being called out, right? Um, right? And it's great to see that that's, you know, the, the track that we're on in the movement. One of the things that I find that you're terribly inspiring, and I, and I hope you'll share it with our audience, are um, your... Uh, personal ways and the ways that you work with your, uh, the companies that you work with on how to be authentic and how to take this from the core um, out through the marketing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things I've always been passionate about is controlling a narrative, um, being able to own that narrative, being able to direct that narrative and being able to declare that narrative. And that's the, the, the foundational elements that Brown Baylor is, is built upon. 
we, we love to say, let's make history and let's make history by curating experiences that matter, uh, no matter what the, the, the circumstances are, uh, promoting social justice within our local communities. Um, and then, you know, creating a, 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 a trustworthy, empathetic process into which we are gathering uh, a narrative that is consistent and that people and that, that folks can buy into. So how do, how do, what advice do you give? How do people do that? What's the first step? Yeah, and a, an excellent question. And I, and I truly appreciate that because these are some values that, that, that we live by. Uh, that I personally live by and that we instill in, in, in uh, a Brown Baylor. Uh, the first thing is, is live purposely. Um, find out what you're passionate about. Uh, identify that. Um, and everything that you do must align within those morals and, and those values. But you must be open to shaping the world around you by creating a more inclusive culture that is absent of, of, of assumptions and, and generalizations. And then once you identify that purpose, then you live generously. Every ounce of who you are must be relentless in the pursuit of giving to others, because I think that's what we're here for. Uh, and then lastly, once you identify and you start giving back to that, um, live intentionally. Every action must be set with an urgent intention of accomplishment. I love to say the, um, the, 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 the frame of uh, don't wait for coronation. Even the greatest emperors crown themselves. Uh, so live with a sense of urgency in everything that you do. Um, accomplish, uh, 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 support it by your generosity of accepting and embracing all dimensions of ideas to shape breakthrough breakthrough thinking to create a culture of responsibility that all lines within your purpose. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that I've seen over the last couple of years, particularly this year, is the difference of being passive, you know, start staying with live purposely and taking it into being active, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's social responsibility or as a lot of our audience is considering right now, also the eco-marketing piece. It's one thing to be uh, eco-friendly at home, but taking that and being active within your organization to be a voice forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that these three points are particularly important of thinking about how to take that um, idea that I want mm-hmm. to be more eco-marketing friendly. I want to be more social responsible. I want to engage my corporation in a corporate responsibility campaign and how to take that forward. Um, so let me just repeat those for our audience because I, 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 I don't think they think they can be repeated enough, quite honestly. The first is living purposely. Um, and to uh, reiterate what you said, identify what you're purposeful about and everything must be aligned then to those morals. And you'd mentioned, you know, in the, in the sense of a person, um, but also the corporation, it has to go through the leadership and so forth. The right. second being live generously. Uh, so once the purpose is identified, every ounce and relentless pursuit in giving to others and embracing all the dimensions of those ideas to think Mm -hmm. about uh, breakthrough ideas uh, to shape, you know, what the next step is. And then 
lastly, living intentionally. And again, whether that's for your personal or if you're thinking about the company that you represent, which you've done such a great job at Brown Baylor, is that every action then must be set with that urgent intention of accomplishment. And I love the word uh, generosity that, that you raised to that. So Thank you for those points. There's certainly something that I'm going to take forward. I've, I've jotted them down even as a reminder, <laughs> one of those sticky notes that I love to have around. Um, let me, let, before we uh, let you go uh, today, yes. Don Tristo, I'm curious, I'd love to ask one final question. And sure. that is, what changes have you made already this year or you think mm-hmm. should be made in marketing more eco-friendly? Yeah, and I think, you know, from from a Brown Baylor standpoint, some of the things that we've done and, and initially is we don't have a printer, um, meaning we don't print paper. Um, we we do everything digital as much as possible. Uh, we we make sure that there is recycling opportunities for everyone that comes here. Um, and and we we continue to to try to make sure that any organization that we we partner with has either some type of social responsibility or they're committed to something from an eco-marketing standpoint that is actually helping you know, change the, the world and society that we live in. Uh, and, and we're really intentional about that. You know, some of the projects we're working on now, has, it, it, it balances, it imbalances from social responsibility into some things that are just uh, efforts to improve the communities that we live in, whether it's bike routes uh, or bridges that connect communities through over our James River here in the city, uh, through our neighborhoods that are low income so that folks can really start to understand and, and help those individuals grow. From a Crystal Ray Richmond standpoint, we're looking at doing a, 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 a garden for, for those students so that they can actually learn how to grow and, and manufacture and harvest their own foods uh, in regards to eating healthy, because a lot of low-income communities uh, do not have those responsibilities. So we, 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 we try to do our part. It's not a whole lot, but it doesn't really take a whole lot. It, it's just the, the mindset shift into making sure that you're, you are intentionally making efforts towards doing things socially and eco-friendly for our communities. Well, your efforts are amazing. I'm so glad the world has you on our side. And I think you're right. It, you know, um, it takes each of us doing a little bit to make a massive yes. movement. And uh, that's that's why we're here together is to collectively talk about that and, and each take a small part because altogether it'll make a big difference. It, so that's indeed. a wrap for our podcast today. And remember, it is our individual micro decisions every day that collectively will make that big difference. So what are you doing to be just a little greener today? <laughs>